Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. This is just golden. Carolina. <laughs> I just, I don't even know what to do with myself anymore, honey. I'm a wreck over here. You're doing a good job. I'm going to tell you that. You're doing a good job. Thank you. I appreciate it. So welcome to Life in Spanglish. Um, you, my dear, should be expecting a package today. When you receive your package, if you don't get it today or tomorrow, uh-huh. um, Solo son una cosita, no algo, you know, like nothing big, nothing extravagant. I, I love when people are like, I got you something. It's not nothing big. Yeah. You want people so not I, to get hype. Yeah, I don't want you to get like, it's not a new pair of Yeezys, which we'll talk about him later. But um, no, it's just some of my favorite things that I sent to you. So when you get it, Carolina. I want you to either instagram me so that everybody can see it yeah because so everybody needs to see these things they're wonderful they're they're yummy and and some of them are really great and impactful so i want you to like get i want to get Carolina, your, i want stop. you to do an unboxing why it was just because a little thoughtful thing That's i know it. but it's like people don't do these type of things anymore it's, it's like a little yeah, care package it, it's cute it's a little care package but people don't do these type of things like maybe christmas maybe your birthday but that's about it you know i do it with my sisters yeah like, I just buy random things. Like the other day I bought like boot tape, like the one that's like, and then you put it up here and I bought Is it good? Did you? It's good. So I bought one for each of them and I'm like, here you guys, boot tape. And it's like a reusable latex one. And it's like, you put it under here and then you go up here. Uh Uh-huh. And they were so excited and it was like the silliest little thing, but but we just don't do that type of stuff anymore. It's the thought. It's the thought that counts. But yes, actually, I will tell you, I could use one of those only. Well, actually, I can't because I don't wear hoe dresses anymore. When I was in college and I used to like wear my hoe dresses when I would go out on Saturday nights, I used to duct tape my boobs together. 
like true duct tape would like take off layers of skin after just to hit the club and try to look like I had my boobies up and everything. And like, yeah. I've used the surgical tape, the white one, but I've never used duct tape, bro. Like how would you take it off? Would you like put oil? Would you learn from my mistakes? Well, actually, you know what? I would dance so much that it would be so sweaty. So there would only be like one little sliver of it hanging on by a thread, like at the (laughs) the side of my boobie, you know, but like that would like also prevent me from hooking up with people because I would be like, how embarrassing would that be to be like, oh, wait, hold up. Let me go to the bathroom really quick and take off this duct tape. You know, Girl, like there's the, nothing the, sexy about the it. Duct tape. What about when you go out with that full faja, the one that's like shorts and it comes all the way up here? Oh, How my you gosh. Ever hook up no. with anyone with that shit on. You don't even want nobody touching you. You're like, no me toques. No you me toques. cannot. You cannot. And then you got like swampy vagina because you all got of it. like, it's, it's all like bad. all, but you can't dance. And that's the thing. I want to dance. Like whenever I go out, I'm that person, you know? So anyway, we just like went off on such a tangent right now it's welcome okay. I'll, I'll, I'll wait for my care package and i'll share with our listeners and, and i can't something. wait i can't wait i hope you like this stuff so I good will. good I will. um so what's going on today honey german um we have to tape this a little bit earlier than we normally do because mm-hmm. full disclosure i'm just gonna tell everybody mm-hmm. my mom would probably be horrified if i'm talking about it but <laughs> i'm getting my iud tomorrow mm-hmm. um i'm i'm very open with my age i'm 42 so it's not my time yet to go through a transition but um i also have discussed with my husband we are not having any more children and my gynecologist says to me why are you still taking the pill and i said you know I don't know. <laughs> he said, <laughs> why don't you just like get this done? And that way you can like be carefree because like there are many times where I've called him where I've been on vacation and I forgot to pick up a prescription. Yeah. And I'm like, can you call it into the nearest pharmacy? So in you know, Tijuana. Exactly. And he's like, well, you could probably get it over there faster than you could for me calling it in. But yeah, so I'm going in to get that done tomorrow. I'm a Good. little nervous, but I just feel like it might be the right thing for me to do now at this stage of my life. Yeah, it'll probably give you more freedom and more peace of mind. You're not always like, oh my God, the pill. I forgot the pill. I, and especially exactly. if you decided, like you don't want to have any more kids. But then again, did you see the picture of the baby that was born in Thailand with the IUD in his hand? Girl, can, can I sent that to my husband. I was like, well, you still can't be, you know, shooting Chewing up, the, up club the club because, you, you know, this is, look at what could happen, you know? And he was dying. He's like, is this for real? Is yeah. that Photoshopped? I said, Mark, that is the real deal. So he's a little stressed out, but I think we'll be okay. So oh. anyway, you know, I'll let you guys know how the procedure goes. And um, according You're to what I awake. heard. You're going to be awake? Yeah. Oh. It's like, it takes 10 minutes, they said, but I've never done anything like this before. So if oh. I can help other people out by telling yeah. you about my experience, I'll yeah. let you guys know. I mean, I'm very open and honest with you yeah. guys. So, you know, I'll, uh, I'll give you the real deal. So Yeah, and, it, and it's, it's regular facts of life. You know, we all have to do it one way or another when it comes to like birth control. Let me know how it goes. I will. But, you know, I'm one of the people who never had birth control. My parents never had a sex talk with me. My mom just said, don't do it. Now, like, uh, no me llega esta casa embarazada. Like, you know, it was just, that was basically the sex talk that I had. Yeah. When Lati- I was La- Latino families aren't big on like, let's sit down and talk about the birds and the bees. You know, Mm-mm. it's just like, even having a conversation about getting your period is kind of like iffy and uncomfortable. It's like Latino families are just not big on like sex talk. 
I think we need why. to get there though. But you know what it is? I think we do need to get there because I, I feel like I learned a lot of things on my own and mm-hmm. I could have prevented a lot of like, you know, heartbreak and, and, you know, just oh, things yeah. that I went through as an adolescent, if my parents, and I, by the way, I'm not coming down on my parents because I think they only, they did the best that they knew that they could, you know, it's probably just so uncomfortable for, for them. Right. For sure. And after six kids, they're just like, I mean, whatever. They just threw a Hail Mary out there and said like, good luck, you know, with me. So I never went on the pill. I I went on the pill as an adult. I um, never had any kind of contraception when I was younger. So if you're a mom and you have a daughter, and I think it's important for mothers who have sons as well to talk about it, you know, like I asked my husband over the weekend, because we were just talking about like our upcoming week and we were saying like, you know, what's what we had planned. And, um, and we said, and I was talking to him about how my parents never had a sex talk with me. And I said, you know, we're going to have to talk to the boys about it. And he was like, what are we going to say? And I go, you know, we're going <laughs> to, I go, I think we need to approach it from a, like, both of us need to be there. Mm-hmm. I can give a female perspective. You yeah. need to give a male perspective. And if you want to take it a little bit further, like man to man kind of thing, I would never impede on that. But I do want my sons to understand, like, there's so many other facets to it. I think we're just in such a society now that like where porn is everywhere. I want them to know that it's love. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that gets lost a lot of the time, you know? It has because it's like people are no longer like romantic and loving. Mm-hmm. And I feel like all of that has been like ridiculed and and it's sex has been made more about like a physical activity as opposed to like totally. an emotionally and spiritual connection. So it's good that you already have that in your mind that, that you're gonna, you know, give them that layer of like sex also involves loving a person. Emotion. Yes. I'm happy you're going to take care of that for at least two more men in the world will be in tune. You know, I'm going to try. And I said, it's like, at what age do you begin? And um, I was talking to my sister about it. And she said, when they start talking about it with you or Mm -hmm. when they hear things or when you notice that, you know, like, for example, we were watching Star Wars and um, some of the couples were kissing and they were like, ooh. And I said, oh, I go, kissing's a beautiful thing. I said, Mm -hmm. you kiss people that you love. And they were like, ooh, we're never going to kiss anybody. I said, oh, you say that now, you know? I think my little Asher is going to be a kissing bandit. But um. But I just said to them, I was like, no, you know, you kiss, there's different ways to kiss people and you kiss different, you kiss people differently. You kiss your mommy and daddy differently than Mm -hmm. you do somebody that you love. Like mommy and daddy kiss you differently than we kiss each other, you know? So it's just starting to plant those seeds of like, you know, having them understand who they are as humans and their sexuality. And, you know, my hope is just that I raise them to be these balanced you know, healthy individuals. I want them to have a healthy relationship with sex. Like, I think it's very, very easy for boys to get lost in that whole like porn side, you know? Oh yeah, no, 100%. They have access to it so easily now. It's like before when when we were younger, it was like maybe if your parent had Playboy or if someone loaned you like a porn DVD, then you would be exposed to it. But now it's like uh, Pornhub is free for everybody. Just go on the website. Do you know what I used to do with my sister? Oh my gosh, this is awful. So we had a, we, I told you guys that we had a satellite dish because my mm-hmm. mom and dad would want to watch uh, Univision and Telemundo. 
it's so on the satellite dish if you went past like certain ones mm -hmm. you could see a scrambled booby and i'd be like go back go back he has a scrambled booby and like we, would we just see... have to look closely exactly and then you would have to wait for it to buffer a little bit and we uh -huh. were like "Ooh, they're doing it so that was like <laughs> the extent of like what i would watch when i was younger but i like used to get so hype whenever my i'd be like do you want to um, maybe go downstairs? And my sister would be like, no, we're going to get in trouble if we get caught. Yeah, so, for real. Stay yeah. right here. Yeah, no, I feel you. I remember when we when I would watch TV with my parents, like a sex scene would come on. Yes, like, and they'd be like, cover your eyes. I'd be like, yep, you have your fingers open. You're like peeking around the corner. Like, I, I need to know what's going down, girl. bro. I need to I know was... what's happening. Right. Yeah, because you're curious, you know? And it's like, you you mentioned boys, but it's it's also with young girls. Sometimes I feel like, young girls become promiscuous and, and use sex as like a form of, of trying to receive attention, affection, and feel connection with men. And yeah. it's like, if you educate them the right way and you tell them like, this is when you enter into a sexual relationship with, with a person, it'll alleviate that, you know? So some yeah. young women, they're like, you know, I, I've been my whole youth just looking for attention through sex, you know? And, and if, we, if we break all those bad cycles, myths, and like bad information that kids have in their brain, it, it's yeah. going to help us. I agree with you totally. I mean, I think it's so important to have that talk. And I really do believe that like me as a young lady, I think that there were so many things that I encountered, but I will give my parents the credit. My dad always said, never let a man be more attracted to your body than he is to your brain. Oh, that's so cool. that you're And that resonated as yeah. a kid. You know what that's, I mean? That's great that your father even, even said something like, yeah, you know, it's yeah. crazy because my my father, the only time my father would talk to me about sex was we he had a cousin that I guess had a lot of children mm -hmm. and, and never became anything and lived in poverty. And his thing was always like, you want to be like her? Get pregnant. You're going to end up like her if you get pregnant. So it was like, un cuco. like but it's fear. Cuco. It's, yeah, it's, it was, it's putting you in fear. Of... Like her, let's say her name was Rosie. Yeah. That's how my father spoke to me about sex. Have sex, you're going to have a bunch of kids and you're never going to be anything. And it, it's, it was so raw and it was just so like ghetto now that I think about it. But that, right? was, that was like the only sex talk my father ever had with me. Just don't do it. Or exactly. Or in your life. And, and then it's like, you know, you always got the threat. Like if you ever come in this house and you are pregnant, I will disown. And I'm like, but are they really? And then I was like, you know, I'm not even going to test it let out. Me not even, let me not I'm even. just going to, I'm going to like try to ride out and be like the good girl. And, you know, and then look at where that got me. Um, yeah. You're just like, I'm just going to chill out. My mom always used to say like, la que venga aquí embarazada va a tener su hijo porque yo no voy a estar buscando aborto. Yo no voy a ser abuela tampoco. You know, like that's what my mom would say too. She's like, I, I, she would say that she was too young to become a grandmother, you know? Too. Yeah, that too. So mm -hmm. we, well, we, 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 we had our talks in, in, in weird ways, but we had them. Oh, for sure. I know. And all of this just happened because I told you guys I was getting an IUD. So look at that. Look at how we all go all over the place. You know, we do need to address something that happened over the weekend. And mm -hmm. I wanted your take on it because I truthfully only heard a small bit of what happened with Kanye and this 
rally. I don't know what to call it. Was it a rally? Is it a meeting? I, can you just, for people who don't know and are listening, Kanye West over the weekend, tell them what happened. Well, Kanye West has decided that he wants to run for president. You know, there was, there was a lot of back and forth. Can he run? Can he not run? Turns out that, you know, he paid his fees. He can't run in some states, but obviously he doesn't care. Mm -hmm. You know, states that would make it virtually impossible for him to even win the presidency. But now he's hit the campaign trail and he had like his first public appearance. And this man is unraveling before our eyes. Like you can tell he is not mentally well. And you know, it's been public knowledge that he is bipolar and he has, you know, medication. And at this moment, I feel that he is not on the medications. He Mm -hmm. is having, you know, breakdowns and and Kim and, and the whole, you know, family needs to interject. They need to help him. So uh, if you guys missed it, there was some sound that was released from the Mm -hmm. rallies where um, Kanye challenged the idea that Harriet Tubman actually helped slaves in his words. And I'm paraphrasing. He basically said that she took slaves and just um, transferred them to work for white, other white owners. I I think I'm on the right track with what I'm repeating. It's crazy. Um, He talked about he and Kim almost aborting their daughter Northwest, which to me was just, I mean, all of it is just inflammatory and, and just so like, I mean, appalling. So, it's it appalling. It's like the and, fact that he was saying like, I almost killed my daughter. It wasn't even like a, a, a tamed conversation. It was very volatile. Well, here's my thought on it though. Okay. So now you have one of the most powerful families. Mm-hmm that are associated with Kanye. And my question is, as an adult, you know, um, we are aware of his previous uh, mental health issues Mm -hmm. and he's been, and it's been out in the public. So, you know, I'm coming from a place of like, where is your family? Why are they not doing something? But then again, I know he's an adult. You know what I mean? Like, it's so perplexing to see this happening. I just wish somebody would step in and almost like save him from himself do you know what i mean yeah like, I, I know what you mean but it's, it's weird because at the end of the day these are just a bunch of in-laws none of this is his blood family if you think about it he's just out here in the world right right with, with kim and it's like chris is a mother-in-law it's like she can't really control him she can't tell him but the only one that really has remotely some sort of control over him is kim but you can tell that that kanye is not a person that's gonna allow you to tell him how to move what to say where to sit he is just out there but then again it's like you know i know that his relationship with jay-z has been very strained throughout the years i mean i i really am uh, just so hopeful that somebody that has a way to connect with him and that can actually break through you know um and again you know this is something that like with mental health you need to be on your regimen you need to be Mm -hmm. on your medication and there's speculation that he has gone off of his Mm -hmm. medication but my goodness like my hope is that somebody like you know i i always say i look to the to the ogs like diddy and jay-z and you know like the people who have been influential in his life and that he's come up with basically yeah to, to do something but then again it's not their responsibility i just have a big big problem with people clowning him on social media like that to me i I'm more concerned, shocked. Yeah, because yeah, you can take, you can definitely worried. You can take that approach. Yeah, like, but 
you know, the whole cancel Kanye has been all over my feet today. This, this man is, is, needs to be canceled. How dare he try to erase Harriet Tubman's legacy. He's, he's obviously not well. He's not mm-hmm. stable. He doesn't represent the Black community. So it's been all over my timeline. And I'm sad to say Donda West is the only person that had <sighs> any type of, of control over Kanye West. I feel as though, you know, he has this whole Yeezus, you know, mentality he, he believes to be smarter than, than the rest of the world. He, he's a leader. He is a visionary. He's living 20 years ahead of us. So for you to make even it remotely be able to pierce through mm-hmm. to someone like that is virtually impossible, Carolina. I, I don't know if we're going to get any resolution here. Well, I will say this. May she rest in peace, Donda West. Um, I believe that he hasn't fully recuperated from his loss of his mother. And I think that, you know, Mm -hmm. I am not a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I've never treated anyone. I'm not acting like I do. But my heart really hurt this morning after seeing that video footage and also just thinking of like, how is Kim going to explain this to their daughter later on? You know what I mean? Like you can say, well, your dad was sick or, or it was this or it was that, but yeah. the words have, have, they're out there now, you know, and they're hey, circulating. You can't and take them back. Yeah. You can't take them back, man. And that's why I'm just kind of like, oh my gosh, can somebody please just stop him before this continues? If he is indeed going to go on a campaign trail of sorts, you know what I'm saying? Which yeah. is what people are, are talking about, that he's really convinced that he is going to run for president. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I wanted to cover that because I just feel like it's such big news. And I think that it's not going to be a story that goes away anytime soon, unfortunately for us no it is not and he is so emotional and and he is so out there that you can tell that there is something happening you know whether it be pain hurt grief mental instability whatever it is i i really hope and pray that that he gets that taken care of oh my gosh totally and by the way there were hella people packed into that place wherever he was it was like there was they were like sardines i was like where is the six foot distance people (laughs) like i was very i was like first of all I just shocked at what I was listening to. And then after I was like, hold up, wait a minute, where are they? Where is this place? Like, why are people literally on top of each other? And then I'm like, he doesn't have a microphone. He is standing like, like right in front of people. There's, you could tell he had security, I guess, but mm-hmm. it was just like, this is a recipe for disaster right now. I think that was know? like in South Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I think so too. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're right. But, but, so but he, he's very much like that. You know, I attended an event for the, the gospel album that he dropped last year Mm. and I was sitting there and it was like him he was right in front of us and then Northwest was dancing next to us and he was just very like close like I'm sure security was there but then at one moment he told everybody to rush the stage and like the stage almost collapsed so he's very big on like I guess being of the people maybe like being with the people. Cause that's what Sunday service too, you know, like there wasn't really a whole lot of uh, security and stuff that happened. I mean, there was, but it wasn't, people could basically just go up in a field and be hanging with Kanye and his choir. So, you know, maybe that's like his jam. Um, Well, we were going to talk about it. You recently went out and you have been holding back because you said that you were going to be a little bit more reserved and about, you know, conservative and you're, Mm -hmm. you're really following through with how you are, dealing with covid but you was it bella's birthday whose birthday was it or no did did you guys go out or something we just we just just go out just to go out you know like yeah yeah i I drive around a lot 
you know, I want to see how the city is moving, you know, but usually I just make a reservation somewhere outdoors, go with like my close circle, my sister, maybe my cousin or my other sister, and we'll just have a drink or something just mm-hmm. to get outside. So that it just doesn't feel like such a prison. You know, I know that people like don't compare, you know, being quarantined to jail because it's very different. But when you're not, when you haven't committed a crime and when you're not used to being locked up, it's, that's the only thing you can equate it to. But Carolina, New York City, is out of control. Girl, I wouldn't know. I have not been, I'm telling you, I have been in this little street on Long Island <laughs> since Stay March. There. And I'm not even kidding you. Like I've seen things like what was going on in Astoria. There was yeah. some like block party, hundreds of people. Yeah, no. Uh, over, yeah, over in Steinway, they, you know, there's, there's a big, um, there's a huge community of like Albanians, Latinos, uh, mm-hmm. um, Colombianos, and on Steinway, everybody has a business. So there's like hundreds of business lining this street. Well, guess what? Everyone has decided that they're going to do outdoor drinks and food. So imagine one block with hundreds and hundreds of business that are open. No one is social distancing. No one is wearing masks. Everybody is outside. They have DJs outside on the sidewalk. It's making my palms sweat right now. I'm not even going to lie. Right now, you know how when you are when you get nervous, like, do your palms get white and sweaty? Mm. Mine do. And right now, I could tell you, like, I have little sweat droplets. Like, just <laughs> thinking about being around that many people. I and, really do feel, like, the nervousness of it. Like, and, and Governor Cuomo had a press conference this morning, and he's like, what you guys are doing is stupid. You guys, the the bars, the restaurants, you guys are breaking the law. And here's the problem that we're having, Carolina. Police officers have backed down. A lot of police officers have quit. Remember, we did away with our undercover officers when it comes to drug enforcement. So they're gone. Mm -hmm. And I just feel as though, you know, the police is not getting involved in New York City. Um, You can easily pull up somewhere and there'll be 150 people, you know, on one block in Harlem having a block party and nothing is is being supervised. Nothing is being monitored. So we're pretty much like rogue out here, you know, some some people are enjoying it, but some people are afraid, but our city um, is definitely going to see another shutdown and we are going to see another spike because of this lack of social distancing and this partying that's happening. Okay, girl, I'm getting like short of breath right now. Just you even talking about it. You know why? Because it's like, I'm one of the people and I'm not saying this in any way. Look, I've done my fair share. Like I I went out to dinner with my husband for um, our anniversary. That was one time I could tell you like in months. I do go paddle boarding because I feel like, it is, I, it's like my new jam. I'm outside with nature. I'm exercising. I'm far enough away from my friends. I still wear a mask. Like when I walk into the facility to, to get my paddle board mm-hmm. and when I'm, you know, right when I go out on the water is when I take my mask like, take, off. Okay, exactly. But like, for me, I think that there are a number of people who have politicized this mm-hmm. and I'm just trying to stay healthy and safe until we get that vaccine, you know, like. To- are you going to do the vaccine? I don't believe, and I mean, don't quote me on this, but this is just what I'm hearing. I believe that what they're going to do first is vaccinate the older population and the immunocompromised. That is my impression. Um, I also don't believe that we have done enough preparation to have enough vaccines for everybody to go (laughs) around. So, you know, they say that like kids would probably be 
according to some of the things that I've been reading, would probably be some of the last to get vaccinated because they need the vaccines for the people who would get sick. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, immune systems that are compromised. The, the exactly. People, yeah. Exactly. So, you know, I, I feel like it's not even going to be a choice for people like us. We're just going to have to wait, you know, yeah. um, when it could. comes down to it. But good. I'm worried, Carolina. I don't know. I, I You know, it, it, a vaccine that, that they're still trying to put together to put in my body, like I'm very skeptical about medicines, injections, vaccines, you know, toxic things and things that might affect me, my, my organism. I don't know. I don't think I would get the, the Corona vaccine. That's why I asked you what your thoughts are on it. You don't want to grow a tail? No. You don't want a bushy little tail? You don't mm. want to have like, <laughs> you, you, you don't want to grow a longer neck like a giraffe? What are you talking about? I'm well, like, if, I if it helps with my double chins. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Carolina. It worries me. But yeah. you know. But for real, is- like we don't know what it could potentially be, you know? And that's why I'm saying like, hey, you do what you got to do. I will stay in this little bubble, like by myself, with my family, like however we need to do this, like until it all gets figured out. So. So, yeah, Governor Cuomo really pissed off today. And then Governor Murphy, oh, my gosh, he, like, totally crushed anything that I was thinking. Apparently today, Governor Murphy, and, and again, I say that we're recording this a couple of days ahead. Governor Murphy said that parents can decide if they want to do all remote learning for their kids in Jersey. I'm like, what? So I don't know if I'm ever going to see you again. I know I don't live in Jersey. but No, but it's like. happen. Me, me too. You know, I, I told someone, I'm like, you know what? They sent me a video of like people in Dykeman and it's like this one girl was like topless and a G string, like stripping for everybody at a gas station. And I was like, you know what? I'll see you in 2021 because this shit is out of right? control. Like this I, is nuts. I said to my husband, I go, there is nothing that I am missing in my life that I need to go out and subject myself to other people's idiocy. You know what I mean? So I'm good. I'll order my bottle of tequila and have it delivered and I'll sippy sip right in my backyard because <laughs> nothing's I'm nosy. popping. Carolina, I'm nosy though. You're nosy as hell. I'll be driving. I'll be like, Mooney, drive through Harlem. Let me see how people are behaving in Harlem. Okay, now let's go to Queens. Let me see who's out here in Queens. You know, it's it, not like Neighborhood Watch. It's Honey Watch. Honey it, is it watching is. you. Like, then, then I could go judge. So I could be like, oh no. Oh no. They all catch Corona tonight. Definitely. <laughs> There's 30 people on that one block. Like I am definitely monitoring. But Well, streets are watching. Queens. It's like a whole, they were calling it like Ocean Drive now of New For York. For real? Yeah, that's how they've dubbed it. Like everybody just drives up and down, Lamborghinis, Ferraris, Benzes. Like everybody's just stunting out there. They even have like a strip joint that has like to go drinks outside. Like that strip joint is like outside. Oh, goodness. You know what? Somebody asked me the other day, who was it? Oh, I think it was Greg T, my co-host on the show. He goes, I'm worried about strippers. I said, okay, Greg T, like, honestly, he goes, I'm really worried about them. He was very concerned. And I said, well, honey, I go, I, you can go to OnlyFans because I know they have accounts there. Yeah. You know, he's about to save all the strippers. I said, <laughs> you know, I think they have some things figured out. I said, they're movers and shakers. They know how to live. They know uh, how to survive. Them strippers is struggling. I saw like a, an idea live and it was like i guess an underground strip club and i said all the patrons are stupid but how does I can- this happen like explain an underground strip club to me on instagram live like what is the gratification is it that it's live and that you're watching i don't get it i i know the people no somebody went live from an underground strip club 
Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Well, Very like, different from what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, see, no, no. I'm not there. Okay. So yeah. I'm just like, I understand the strippers because this is how they eat. So I can understand them risking COVID yeah. to make some money. But how are you risking your life to go see some booty clapping? Like, Watch a video. Why can't you. you watch a video? Do you need to have it? Like maybe it's like the scent of the wafting booty shaking. Like the, you want yeah. that? I don't know. I don't get it at I, all. I don't get it either. But good luck to everyone. I hope everyone is safe. The only thing that bothers me, it's like, okay, you don't want to be safe with yourself, but you know what's going to happen. You guys are going to create a spike. You guys are going to get us locked down again. I'm the person that's like 99% of the time at home getting tested for, for Corona every other week, even though I'm never exposed to any thing yeah but you guys are over here walling out come september everybody at home seasonal depression comes and here we are well you know what i do have to be honest about myself personally me sending my kids to camp a lot of people could have an issue with that you know but like for me my my decision came down to the mental and social aspect for my younger one kids need to be around other kids they do and, and, and that's not like being in the street with 300 other people your kids are 15 kids in in a little group and they are definitely and that's why i was going to say my quarantine bubble is limited to the kids that they interact with the most like their families and like you know that's the reason why i've been so like confined to just doing this and even some of my friends are like girl i want to see you and i'm like girl i'm sorry you didn't make the cut you know like it yeah. is what it is so I, I understand i understand the the aspect of, of the camp and i'm not judgy in that way. I'm judging when people are reckless, when people are not wearing masks, when people are having fun, when they're bugging out. And you can still go out because, you know, I went out yesterday and, and, mm -hmm. I, and I ate and the tables were separate and it was outdoors. And it was just like me, my cousin and my sister who have been in my bubble the whole time. Love, love and it. You need that interaction though. You need to let loose a little bit. You and do. It wasn't, but and it wasn't bad, but it wasn't reckless and it, it wasn't endangering the life of, of anyone you know exactly no so you know you got to just do what you think is right i feel like this is like the part where we become responsible adults it's like you do what you think is right what you know like that has been suggested by the experts so that's kind of the rule that i'm following now uh let's talk about chrissy teigen Okay. Because there is a big, big debate going around social media about Chrissy Teigen and okay. her boob surgery. Okay. So she got her implants taken out. Something okay. happened to where she screenshotted a picture of herself. Did you see this? This is going around uh, social media. But what happened was they people zoomed in that's the reason why you can't trust these detectives these internet detectives they zoomed in and they saw that like i think that she was having another procedure done so now people want to get to the bottom of it because they're like we want to know what did she have done did she just get her boobs taken out and there's rumors that she had all this other stuff done this is why you got to be so super careful about what you post on social period. you really do you have to look in the background like what is happening in the, but I feel like she's an oversharer. Like she, she definitely is. And I feel like everything she does is very calculated and she's you very think thought so? out. Yeah. You know, Chrissy has her, her, her way of thinking, her way of trending, her way of staying in the news. Even, yeah. Even if it's just with her witty replies or who she decides she wants to come for on Twitter. So I don't know if it was unbeknownst to her. 
see, I love her. I love her. I think she's unap- unapologetic. I like that kind of an attitude. Um, I don't agree with uh, some of the things that she says, but I do like how she claps back at people and how she's just like not afraid. Are you looking up the picture right now? Yeah, I'm, not, I'm like, did we need to see the? Well, this we is did no. not need to see the like track marks of where they were like going into her boob to remove the implants. We did yeah. not need to see that. But and then so, now she shared this. She wants us to see her scars. So what do you think? So do you think it's helpful? Like, for example, somebody could have said that I'm an oversharer because I'm telling you about getting my, my stuff done tomorrow, my IUD. Like, is that different? Is that oversharing? Like, what is the limit there? No, it, because it was just, it was a quick hit. You know, it's like with Chrissy, it's like, okay, guys, I'm getting my boobs removed. Okay, guys, I'm getting a cake about getting the boobs removed. Okay, today okay, is the guys, surgery. Okay, now, now I'm going to go in. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. just like, she drags it out and makes it like, okay, you get a cake that you're getting your boobs removed. Like that's not helpful to anyone. If at the end you do a video and talk yeah. about the reason you had it removed, how it hurt, what, what the steps were. Like if it's more of like an educational or like instructional video, I guess I'm more receptive to receive it. But when she just makes it about like social media posts every single day, it irks me. I just wonder, and I'm saying this and not in a mean way, I wonder how she has this much time because I swear to you, anytime I open up my Twitter the first person that pops up is her or, uh, you know, or, or our president or, you know, there are a number of people who are very active on Twitter. And so I guess that the algorithm has me it. figured out and it just like puts those people top, top line. No, I always wonder, I'm like, how do some celebrities like Snoop, Snoop posts so much. Snoop on so- posts a lot. And I wonder like, if he has a person helping him or is it, if it's him, but then sometimes like I read it like it's Snoop Dogg saying it to not me. Not only that, the craziness that's being posted on that page, any sane celebrity wouldn't pre-approve it i think that's just snoop posting whatever he comes across on social media i'm like how does this man have so much time i kind of love it though i kind of love snoop's post like and that's the reason why i appreciate the authenticity of it yeah but like with her i i truthfully i'm like dude how does this woman have time i'm like i, I never have time to like go up there and post anything i barely put stuff on my story right now so like for me to see her sharing that and then the whole like controversy of well what really did you get done that's where i think a lot of people are questioning like whether or not it was planted or she did that on purpose for more attention oh my god so. what celebrity was it that got in trouble recently for talking about her who was it it was a celebrity and they were just like, oh you know who it was it was another chef it was a chef that works i believe for and don't quote me new york times i think it was that said something like uh about how she's a celebrity and she gets like her own line at, at target or whatever and like this other person was a was a chef for a long time i think that's what you're talking about where yeah. she was like coming down on her for like not being an authentic chef. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm well, not mad at people who make, who make it like Lauren Conrad, for example, do you even know who Lauren Conrad is? She's from the Hills, right? Oh, you do know who she is. Yeah. I just think I'm sorry. And I'm just going to say it. I, whatever. You just be thinking I don't be paying attention to that type of stuff. I just think she's so boring. Oh, I don't her. know how mm. she made a brand out of herself, but I'm not mad at it. You know what I mean? Like the Coles line. You got, you got to respect the, the hustle. The hustle. Carolina. That's what I'm saying. And it's like, she might not be my cup of tea, but I respect the fact that she made this giant business out of like basically nothing. You Yo, know, like I, being I, sometimes I see it and school. I'm like, 
what yep. the hell? How did this person? Nah, it, it was another celebrity. I bet you would have come to me later on. Who was it? Oh it, my gosh, it, now it's going to kill me. Yeah, it was just another celebrity and he was just talking about John Legend's wife. It was a male. It was definitely a male celebrity. And it, but a lot of people, I feel like there's just a lot of people that have a lot to say about Chrissy Teigen, you know? Yeah, she's very polarizing. I will say this. I've worked with her a couple of times and she's always been a doll. Like she really has been. She looks like she's cute. She looks like she's fun. She's very funny, like really funny, you know? (laughs) And so like, that's why I I feel like there are some things where she goes a little bit too far and I'm like, Mm -hmm. "Eh, okay, I could see how she could rub people the wrong way. But I really do. I like her a lot. I appreciate her honesty. And like, I like how she's down for like her friends too. Listen, it's kept her it's kept us talking about her. I feel like we talk more about her than we talk about John Legend. It, it, I know. It, it, we really want to get down to basics. I know. Bless his heart. But he's just not that interest, as interesting as her. You know what I mean? Like, she keeps it interesting. Like, for example, when she posted the picture of him taking a shower. That was cute. I like that. Okay. My husband would not speak to me for a month if I did something like, like that. See, like he has to have a good sense of humor or something. He knows what he he got into. But I think I think John Legend was in on it. You it's think impo- so? It's impossible that she caught that one perfect photo. There's no way if I posted a picture of my husband in the shower, he would be mortified. He would be so mad at me. Like for example, yesterday it was his birthday mm-hmm. and I posted a picture of him on the slip and slide and it was the funniest thing. No, he didn't know. But then after I said to myself, if somebody outs me and says, oh, I saw that it was your birthday on Instagram, he would, he would come up to me and be like, why are you posting about me on Instagram? Yeah. He doesn't like it at all. You know, he's just a super private person, but John Legend strikes me as a private person, but not when you're married to Chrissy Teigen. Yeah. But the two just don't go. He'd be down with the bullshit. I know he'd be assisting her in a lot of the stuff that she posts, but it's cute, but it's a lot. But if Chrissy did it, if Chrissy wasn't as active as she is on social media, we wouldn't, we probably would have forgot about her. I think it's elevated his game, her being so out there and active and, uh, you know, personable. I really do. I think it's elevated his game to make them a power couple. So that's where I give her the credit because- Nobody's talking about John Legend other than his music, which he's been, no, honestly, like he's, he's an EGOT. We got to give credit where it's due. A hundred percent. But no, like, as far as, um, you know, like, like the TMZs mm-hmm. of the world, they weren't really that interested in talking about John Legend until Chrissy, you know what I mean? So that's, those are my thoughts. By the way, I will give you an update. Queen of the South is hot. I am on season three, episode 10, I would like to say. Okay. And so you have one more season left. I am dying right now. She Why? is back. She's in El Santo's house. So don't tell me what happens. Don't Carolina, tell me what happens. did you watch that episode when she went to El Santo's house? Did you watch the episode? No, that's the one I'm on right now. Like okay. right now she is at his house and I had okay. to pause it. I'll tell you this. I felt like that was the best episode <gasps> out of all four seasons. Stop. Yes. Okay. So I started watching it. By the way, I will tell you this. My husband is, he has gives zero fucks about anybody, what you watch with him. He doesn't care. This guy, he has no chill when it comes to his TV watching. (laughs) We were watching Queen of the South together. My boys were watching Mandalorian with him. The boys went to bed. I come downstairs and I said, what are you doing? He's like, I'm watching the Mandalorian. And I said, but the boys want to watch it. And he was like, they can rewind it. I said, wow, that is really fucked up. I go, that's like, said, the boys I love watching that with you. He said, I'm finishing. I need to watch this. I don't know what to tell He them. said right now, 
do you know what he said? He goes, this is my time. He goes, this is my time. I said, Listen, oh my gosh, ew. And I'm then I turned on Queen him. of the South and it was episode nine. So rude. I said, that is the rudest thing right now. I can't even believe that you watched this without me. And he was like, you got to stop falling asleep. I said, oh my gosh, that is, so today, before we did this podcast, I watched episode nine so I could catch up to his ass. You see, Marcus, me. I would watch episodes without Noonie because he would fall asleep. And then I'm not sleepy. I want to see what's next. No. So I would watch. And you know what, what I would do to make it up? I would rewatch the episodes with him. Oh, he won't do that with me. He'll say, call me when you're up to my spot. I'm like, wow. You He's are a real just, savage. He is a savage. Daddy, I said to him, okay, fine. I will call you when I will, I will send for I, you when I'm when ready. When I catch up. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm, you know what? It's crazy. We do the same exact thing, but I'm glad you're watching it. I have to watch the other uh, Netflix documentary that you recommended, the one, uh, Walter Mercado, Mucho, Mucho Amor. I just watched it again today. You Nuni did? Had, yeah, Nuni hadn't watched it. But See, you know, look his, at you. His mom loves Walter, and he's Puerto Rican. And you know what? While I was working, he just put it on here in the living room, and I kept looking up and down, up and down. And it made me want to cry again. I'm like, wh- how can someone have been so amazing, so genuine, so positive, so beautiful, like, he did nothing but like love the world his whole yeah. life. Yeah. I aspire to be like Walter Mercado. No, I don't know if I have it in me. I mean, I got mad at the Trader Joe's person today. So, I mean, there is just no, I can't. So much for that, right? I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> but guys, we want to hear what you have to say. Give us a uh, DM or you could always send us an email. I'm at the real Carolina. And hit me up on the IG. It's I am Honey German. And I've been doing amazing with looking at DMs, answering yes. people, even if they're sending, you know, weird stuff. I'm like, hey, thanks for the heads up. No problem. You read my article and found a typo. Thank you. But no, whatever. But you know I what? answer Good everybody. Looking out. Good looking out. <laughs> That's what so- I said. I said, thanks for the feedback. Make sure you guys check Honey German. She's going to um, reveal the care package that I sent for Ooh, yeah. her. So you can yeah. see. And don't forget to tag all the brands, honey, because you know we got to make that money. Maybe we okay. can make them a sponsor. I, I got you. Here, okay. A so, sponsor. <laughs> there you go. All right, guys. You have a great week, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. 
tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.